Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Board Chats here on Private Club Radio, brought to you by our friends and partners, concert golf partners, boutique owner operators of luxury golf and country clubs nationwide. If you, your club, or a friend's club, uh, even enemy's club, any club you know that might be looking for some recapitalization, head on over to concertgolfpartners.com, set up a confidential phone call with Peter Nula and see if you are fit. One of the best parts about being a concert golf property is no more assessments. Members get no more assessment fees. What? That's amazing. And on the flip side, concert golf is not just about acquiring and taking over clubs that might need recapitalization, but if you're a club that's looking to get out of being member owned and you're looking for a reputable organization that will come in and keep your traditions, keep your club, keep your culture, keep your identity, head on over to concertgolfpartners.com, set up a call with Peter Nanula, and I guarantee it's going to be extremely fruitful. And this episode of Board Chats, I get to chat with Chris Cohen, who's the director of agronomy over at Glen Oaks Country Club in Des Moines, Iowa. Now, I know there's plenty of Glen Oaks Country Clubs. There's one right by me uh, here in Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. It's like two miles from my house. There's a, there's a few of them. And we have a funny little inside joke about that. But in this episode, we're talking with Chris and this is a concert golf property. And Chris has been at Glen Oaks for over 30 years. So we chat about his 30-year evolution of golf management, agronomy, particularly uh, focusing on staffing and ownership changes. Uh, We kind of dive into the insights into the challenges of attracting and retaining talented employees, especially in the golf industry world. Uh, We explore the strategies to engage younger generations and promote golf management as an extremely viable career. Uh, We talk about real-life examples from concert golf partners on preserving club culture during acquisitions, and really the importance of national networks like Concert Golf Partners to provide um, career growth opportunities. Please welcome to this episode of Board Chats here on Private Club Radio, Director of Agronomy at Glen Oaks Country Club in Des Moines, Iowa, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Cohen. So we we just walked out of your office with, with your small team. Um, how, how's that developed over the 30 years since you've been there? Um, it's been, uh, it's been a, a changing deal. I think throughout the whole, the whole industry, I think, you know, when you first, when I first came into the business, there were a plethora of people that were trying to get into the business. Um, the golf world was going crazy with a lot of new development, um, lots of students available. And so we were bringing people on and we were flipping assistants, uh, superintendents through fairly quickly trying to get them experience and get them to the next job. But then as things kind of progressed and uh, the market kind of went away for opportunities to be superintendents, then we lost uh, students over time that that were entering the field. Um, And that's become a lot different. And now our philosophy changed. And now we're, we're trying to make sure we get good people hired and we uh, try to keep them around as long as we can. So over the last uh, probably 15 years, um, you know, we've, that's become a big uh, part of uh, my goal is to get people here, make sure they're paid well and uh, we can keep them here as long as we can. 
Um, and that's worked out pretty well. And so my current staff has been with me over 10 years on average. And that's great. Um, my key staff, my key staff. And then, but you know, they're all to that age now where we'll, we'll start flipping those positions, but definitely the job uh, market is, is one of the most challenging things, uh, at this point in the industry. So I, uh, and then I think I did remember too, going back, I think it was, we were chatting a little bit about the different, uh, ownership types that, that we were going, that the, the, the progress was, cause it was club core. So you said it was, uh, member owned and then it was club corp for a little bit in, in, in the nineties. And then w- what was the other progression? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the club, you know, we had a, a joint venture agreement with uh, club corp and they were the managing partner for like three years. Um, and then the membership uh, bought them back out and probably another you, short period you, of time. Do you remember where, why? Uh at that point, they they felt. I think the membership felt that uh, they were seeing how well concert or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Corp, uh, Club Corp was doing, and uh, they felt like they could manage it. And uh, and you know they took some of the changes that uh, Club Corp made, and they they were going to move forward with that. Um, I think that's when kind of the, the downturn and the the economy hit at there as well, mm-hmm. and so they kind of had a bad timing of that, and then. The club ended up in foreclosure Ooh. and um, yeah. And then we were, uh, so when we came that? in, we were managed by, you know, that would have been, uh, well, I can't tell you the exact date, but it's probably oh, yeah. been like About. 13 years ago. Oh, wow. And, and so, so this group of uh, four or three individuals here that live on the property, um, got together and they bought the club from the bank and um, they really uh, at that point really turned things around, put a lot of capital investment in the club. And then um, as they progressed um, along, in fact, one of the partners in that group passed away suddenly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they, uh, they just didn't really probably have an exit strategy and uh, concert golf. I think they'd been talking to them is my understanding for some time. Um, and I really think they saw them as a great option to continue, you know, the progress of the club moving forward. And, and the two of those investors are still living here on property and, and it was important to them, I think, to, to sell it to a group that would, you know, continue to protect the investment that they had made. So and yeah, that's for sure what's happened so far. So and and that was a fun part of our quick chat yesterday before we did our did our interview here was you know you 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 made it very clear and as, as you should you, it wasn't a distressed club situation. This was hey, you know, just for whatever reason you know it's not a capital thing because I think a lot of people think oh because somebody was bought and we were talking about this. Just because, oh, someone's mm-hmm. bought, oh, are things okay? Like, things must be really bad. It's like, no, just because someone buys doesn't mean, or being bought and sold doesn't mean they're in bad, bad positions. But um, let me, there was one other club. Uh, what was it? There's one other concert club, which this is this is where it becomes so, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Because what, what you just said, they wanted to, you know, your club wanted to continue its story, its its legacy. This, this wasn't just a transaction. 
Um, and and there, mm-hmm. there was another con- uh, concert club that I was chatting with and they said like the same exact thing. There was like little details that, you know, it was, it was about the best for like the club and not these little like tiny, I don't even say like roadblocks, but like, you know, speed bumps. Uh, like I, I think, uh, mm-hmm. what club was it? I'm going to have to go back because they're going to get upset if I don't say what club it is. No, it was, uh, <laughs> let me check one second. It was the Wisconsin Club, and it was episode two seventy six. Um, so how long has concert been been with you for? So I think this is a second season, full season with concert. Um, and you know, as I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm an old man now, so time's relative. It, it may have been three, but I think it's it's two seasons. Um, and that you know that's been uh, that's been uh, a good thing. You know, change is always change. It's, it's always uh, can be difficult and uh, stressful. Um, but I was excited. And I think that's kind of what uh, the investors saw in concert golf is that um, they really weren't this huge uh, corporation that was going to come in and and just do like a cookie cutter approach to the management of the club I think they they recognize right away that you know every situation is different, um, and, and in this situation they didn't really have to come in and make a whole lot of changes um, to to what we'd been doing, um, and I think that's just a testament to the way it had been run previously, and and uh, yeah, so that them taking that approach, and obviously for from my standpoint, it was it was great to see that they're just not, uh, you know, they were there to protect the investment that they're making in the club, um, by continuing to, you know, put capital into the club and, and continuing on, you know, with strategic planning and that sort of thing as, as to what, what's best to, uh, for the club going forward. And, and I'm, I'm sure for them to, in protecting their investment here. In, in, I would assume, you know, some people would possibly get, nervous and things as well because you think here comes somebody who just you know acquired us bought us now they're going to want to you know recoup their their investment as quick as possible so oh they're probably going to want to switch suppliers and vendors and like you know i'm sure that the the anxiety and stress is there but uh it sounds like that wasn't Mm -hmm. wasn't there for for this so yeah and i mean those things were i mean those things were mostly a positive and and, in having that corporation behind you and all the support and um I've already had a lot of support through regional superintendents and nothing but helpful um, support. And, um, you know, the national, definitely, you know, we did change from vendors, but it's really, you know, saving us a lot of money and, and giving us more money to spend yeah. elsewhere uh, through our budget. So uh, we have some great national uh, agreements that I just, you know, my, in my time in the business, I, I was, uh, uh, very happy to see uh, the opportunity to 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 make that money go farther. So they 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 cut cost in a good way, not like coming in and yeah. cutting it. Going okay, we're going to get lower quality stakes, and we're going to get our sand mm-hmm. from the other Glen Oaks secondhand. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what was what was that? Just figure out how to how to how to invoice those other guys for that. Stuff, yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't been like a inside joke between all of the other Glen Oak properties, like just this weird. <laughs> it's 
sending each other weird, like really weird gifts and stuff like packages. Sure. <laughs> What's um, something you would probably do, but I'm not smart enough to do that stuff. What's what's a day in the life look like for you right now, January in Iowa? Yeah, well, I just got done pushing snow for several hours in the last few days. Um, but, you know, we cut our so we're we're a seasonal club. We, we close down in uh, around Thanksgiving. We open up in the, around the first of April. Um you know, our uh, in our world right now, I think it's just trying to trying to uh, plan, and and our biggest challenges, I think, like most throughout the country, is uh, finding good help, and uh, seasonal positions are it's it's a real it's a real crisis, and not only that, but uh, just in the business as a, as a whole, like uh, trying to find um, assistant superintendents right now is difficult, so. Um, that we're we're as a, as an association, we're really in Iowa, and I know nationally, we're working uh, hard to try and uh, promote you know the golf industry as a career choice, uh, especially in turf, and I, I'm sure it's the same throughout the club business. But uh, you know, there was just such a dry spell there where I think a lot of uh, opportunities weren't there um, with. Uh, old guys like me that stuck in a, stuck around at the same place for a long time. And, and so job opportunities weren't there. There wasn't slowdown and growth in the golf uh, business. And there just wasn't uh, a lot of opportunities for kids. And so they uh, naturally went away from it. So that's, that's kind of our biggest challenge. And uh, we're working through like the FFA of America and trying to get, uh, which is a real big group in Iowa here. And we're trying to, promote our ourselves there and, and give the kids those at least the knowledge that this is an opportunity for them if they if they want to pursue something like that so and I think you know there's there's going to be obviously people are aging out and there's going to be a need for uh, golf course superintendents as well and so it's it's a it's a good time for uh, young people to get you know into the business I think you know there was a long period of time where I would not have encouraged anyone to pursue it because it, it was just difficult, uh, to move up. And that's a great thing within concert golf too. Um, uh, for us is that, you know, we hope we can, uh, promote the opportunities that, that we'll have through, through concert to be able to move people around and, uh, give them great opportunities. Why, mm-hmm. why is it difficult and what are you, you know, what, what are you trying to do to, alleviate some of that? Like, are there any like tangible things that you're trying to do actively to, you know, get around that? Yeah. I mean, we've had to change. We, we, in, in our seasonal employment, it's, it's, it's been hard to find those guys that can work April 1st through, you know, November. And that's understandable. And, um, that's just a difficult spot to fill. Um, and so we've had to kind of rotate back to more of, uh, uh, we're using a lot more summer kids again, which has been, uh, uh, in college, college age kids. And, and that's been awesome. That works, that works for us for the most part. It gets us through our peak season of golf through the middle of the season. And it kind of leaves us, you know, struggling a little bit in the spring and fall. Um, but, uh, that's been refreshing and it's been, uh, I've been, uh, 
pleasantly surprised at the group of kids we've been able to bring in in the summers. And so it's just, it's just changed that way. And like I said, we used to, you know, the philosophy before was, and I was, I was part of that was that you just, uh, you didn't make a whole lot of money as an assistant superintendent or an assistant golf pro. And you, uh, you put in your time and, and you, and you got the opportunity, uh, to move on. And, and we always tried to move people through quickly, but as jobs kind of dried up, then that just wasn't feasible anymore. And so now just that change is, is, is probably the biggest change that I've gone through in the, in the market and what we're paying uh, now for a good assistant superintendent, you know, might be double what we did maybe just 12, 13 years ago. So, um, just trying to get those people, keep those people, and, um, and, and you know, also find the people that want that kind of responsibility, which I think that's another part of it. It's just, uh, you know, this isn't a job where in the middle of the season you can, you know, you're, you're not going to work nine to five and go home. It's, it's, it's you just got to be here when you have to be here, and, and Mother Nature dictates that mostly, and um, it's just, you know, that's, that's tough. That's, that's tough. And, uh, there's a lot of other things people can do. And I think that's, that's our challenge in the business is to find people that want to take on that responsibility. And, and I love, you know, I love it because it's just, I'm so proud, proudful, uh, of it, you know, and, and I think, uh, that's just hard. It's hard to find that. Um, and, and, uh, but I think as, as opportunities start coming about, then, that'll get better. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and for the more conscious employer person, younger, it doesn't matter who's coming into look and want to work. I think also going into you, you have to have that edge now um, with, you know, being a concert golf. Cause if people go and search, you know, hopefully before they're applying, they're doing some research on their, on their own, at least on the website. Mm-hmm. And then they'll see, Oh, you know, concert golf partners. Um, and that's been a common theme as well from, from other, uh, clubs I've, I've talked to on and off, on and off the record, but just how mm-hmm. the ability to, you know, it's always not a, uh, a given, but just seeing how many clubs there are all throughout the country. And so it's like, Oh, you know, I kind of like this. I kind of, you know, even if it's a younger person, like, all right, I'm digging this, uh, you know, the, 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 the maintenance and all this, but you know, I'm really hating this, this weather. Oh, they have a couple clubs down South. Hey, can I go down there? Not, not right now. There's nothing open, but like, I think it just allows for that, that development, that enhancement. And just like you were saying too, just, um, the mm-hmm. ability to grow and expand and, um, use your skills and not just one place, but all locations because concert you golf bet. now has over 30 clubs. So all over. Yeah, they're growing fast. Iowa's a little cold though. So actually that that's a great selling point. There might be some people who love the cold. Hey, if you like cold snow, Iowa and working with supers of the, of the year. Glenno, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, yeah. Now, are you going to get there's a seasonality to it too? I don't know if I don't know if I could work in uh, Florida and not not have the winters to uh, slow down a little bit. To me, I'm the the older I get, the more I'm like I understand the Carolinas. Like I I, I I'm like oh okay, that's that nice in between. You you like a little bit of a chill, a little bit of like you know sweater weather. Uh. <laughs> yep. 
All right, sir. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Congrats on being Super of the Year. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you and uh, look forward to hopefully chatting again in, in the future. Keep it up. Thank you, Jimmy. Nice talking to you. Hope you all enjoyed that episode. Chris, thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing some knowledge with us all. Uh, once again, thank you to Concert Golf Partners for being a show partner here. If you or your club is interested in recapitalization or just seeing what Concert Golf has to offer, there are plenty of other organizations, but not all are like Concert Golf Partners. Uh, it, it's a, it takes a real art and a real knack to go into an existing place and keep the Keep the culture, keep the, keep the story. What is the, what are the traditions? What, what keeps, what makes the club, the club. So head on over to concertgolfpartners.com, set up a call with Peter Danula. Guaranteed it's going to be one of the best phone calls you will have this year. If you have not done so already, please check out the other tremendous board chat episodes we have here on private club radio. We have so much wealth, so much knowledge in there that we know you're going to enjoy them. That's this episode. Until next time, catch y'all on the flippity flip.